Hi, everybody. This is Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. If there's one thing I wish I had, it's a tape recording of my father. I would gladly trade a hundred pictures of him for just 10 seconds of his voice. I was reminded of that the other day when, while surfing the web, I heard this piece from a young producer named Jake Warga. I drove to L.A. where I grew up to clear out my parents' stuff I had in storage. Overwhelmed at the time, I put a lot of things away, things I thought I might want someday. All right, why don't you say something easy like Daddy? Dad. Daddy. Daddy. Daddy, right. Is that a cookie? Cookie. Cookie. You can't talk with your mouth full, can you? I was an overly documented only child, but photos are essentially useless unless they're labeled. They're not saying anything. But listening to these tapes, it's like I'm my dad, interviewing myself. How old are you? Four. What are you going to be next? Five. Right. Oh, I'll tell you about school, okay? Okay, tell me about school. I just played. You just played? I used to ask my parents why they were saving all this stuff. My baby teeth, my macaroni art, stuffed animals, photo after photo. But I realize now that they weren't saving these things for me, but for them. I was their son. They were proud of me. But they knew something I didn't. I was not always going to be a child. And someday, I'd take over the role of preserving my past, choosing what I'll keep. It's February 10th, 1979. And Jake is going to be seven years old. We're reading a book. We will sing to Flynn. Now, children, read. That's it. Ready. Ready. Singing. Okay. Now, let's shut the book and talk for a minute. What'd you do today? Me? You. Um, I w- <laughs> the man on the tape died 10 years ago, but the child is also gone. I don't miss the child too much, but. Seeing Father's Day ads for tools, flashlight radios, and ties. I wish I could say to him what I saw today on the inside of a greeting card for kids who live too far from their parents. Dad, happy Father's Day. I wish you were here. It's bedtime. Come on, old bean. Come on. Let's go to bed. Daddy. Daddy, right. Happy. 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 That was Jake Warga. Here in the States, millions of families are going to be celebrating Father's Day this weekend. And for those of us without fathers, it's going to be a full day, too. In the decades that he's been gone, my own father, I've learned, still has a lot of things to tell me if I listen. The same is true for Cindy McCullough, whose father died in a car crash when she was in her early 20s. And their relationship had pretty much come apart. She told us her story, if you recall, in a podcast a few years back, and I decided to call her to find out how things stand these days with her dad. Now when I think back, I think of the sweet times. He drank a lot towards the end of his life, and and that changes people. I mean, people people get edgy, they get bitter, they they get mean. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember what he was like before he was a big drinker, and those are the things I focus on. I think that he was self-medicating because he had his own pain, you know, I mean things that he never talked about that men in that generation don't talk about. Um, it's like I'm soothing him and going, it's okay, Dad, it's okay. Because when I dream about him, he's crying. 
Mm. I'm 46 this year, and my dad was 57 when he was in the car accident. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm 10 years, and I'm I'm at the age my dad was when he was killed. Mm-hmm. I'm still an idiot. I mean, seriously, I'm still the same goober that I was at 20. I'm realizing that he didn't have it all figured out. If you could pick up the conversation with your father that you're ready to have now, what do you think would be one of the first things you'd want to say to him? I wish you could have trusted me more. Hmm. Yeah. I wish we could have had a conversation as adults. Mm -hmm. I would say, Dad, talk to me like someone who's not your daughter. I think that would have helped us both if I could have maybe eased up and let go of some of my stupid childish wah, you know. And what do you think he would want to say to you? God, that's a good question. I thought about that. I think what he would have said was, babe, I'm old school. I'm old school. I'm too old to change. I shouldn't have cut you out of the family. I'll work on it. See if we can't just agree to disagree. You know what I'm guessing? That 10 years yeah. from now, if I were to ask you that question again, he actually would have more to say that would be even gentler. Really? Yeah. That's a lovely thought. I know that I've heard my father's voice change and say things I never could have imagined he would say to me. I've had some dreams in which I've heard him say some things that that were almost like what a child would say to a parent, which was, can you you please help me? I hurt. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And that relationship continues to grow. You know, that's really true, Tony. Our father's supposed to be the king. They're supposed to be everything. And they carry that, right? I think Mm -hmm. a big gift would be to just let him put that load down and just say, you know, what can I do to help you? Here's to your dad, Tony. I'm sorry? Here's to your dad. Here's And here's to your dad, too, Cindy. Uh, Happy Father's Day to the both of you. (laughs) Oh, same to you guys. Take care. care. Bye-bye. Bye. Our old pal, Cindy McCullough, and I'm here in the studio with an even older pal, Gary Mott. How are you doing, Gary? <laughs> an older pal. I, I, I have <laughs> aged considerably working here. Gracefully. Gracefully. But considerably. There was such a smile across your face. I sound an awful lot like my dad. And just the other day, I was talking to, <laughs> I was talking to my brother on the phone and thinking how the voice inflection and everything just like my dad the best gift that you could possibly give your children or your parents is some sort of moment in time via a recording a few years back um, I got a gift from my br- my brother he produced a little video mm-hmm. of me he called it Gary's life and it was me you know with my stick as a, you know, a one-year-old going out to, to get the paper. You went to get the paper with a stick? Did you learn <laughs> you didn't have to beat the newspaper to death before you brought it in? <laughs> Being pushed in a stroller by my incredibly gorgeous 22-year-old mother. It yeah. had a music bed. It was a, a morning story. <laughs> Just everyday moments. Yeah. Not special occasions. Sure. Right? 
Yeah. Just you being yourself in your life. Well, I mean, the yeah. best conversations take place when there's not a camera rolling, isn't it's it? true for this program. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so why don't we walk around with a you know recorder, Tony? Because I can't even remember to get my work ID in my pocket. That's, <laughs> That's what I'm for. That's why I'm here, right? Cindy is a, is a consultant with uh, Fortune 500 companies, and uh, uh, I was asking her, since uh, she knows a little bit about uh, the problems that we're facing financially with this podcast, if uh, there was anything that she could do to help. I got to tell you, I was very inspired by what she had to say. There's so many people that love your podcast. I thought, who's not doing their job? You know, who's not contributing? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wanted to list. So I was going to go knock on some doors. It's not that the show has lost anything. I think the show has gotten better. But it's because the volume of podcasts out there is growing. People are overwhelmed by choice. If they listen, they get hooked. So what you're suggesting is that I have to overcome whatever shyness I have about approaching people and asking for help. Yes. All right, then. Cindy, yes, help sir? me. Help me. <laughs> How I want you, you to I want you to go out there and talk to every single executive that you know. As long so as you... I got your blessing to do that, I'd be happy. What's really different about your podcast is it's like you have created a living room with a fireplace and some brandy and big soft chairs and you invite people. Mm-hmm. I don't know another podcast that does what you do and I think there's something that can be gained from marketing that. Um, let me look into that and get back to you this week. Sure. Absolutely. A lot of you have already been contacting us with your suggestions for how we might keep the show going and contributions. We want to thank you for them. We're going to keep you posted on how that's going. So please, in amounts big and small, give what you can to keep us coming to your neighborhood and so that I can haul those big, heavy, comfortable chairs and put them in your living room, too. Find out more at our website, wgbh.org slash morningstories. And our email address, morningstories at wgbh.org. We read everything that comes in. We'll catch you next podcast. Take care. Bye-bye. What do you think? I don't know. What do you think? I think fine. Okay. I think... Then I... Repose in your confidence. (laughs) Is tape still rolling? (laughs) 